Secret Friends Unite! Welcome to the Secret Friends Unite podcast, episode 450. It's a quadra sesquicentennial. That's Ep- not a word. You're like, all right, let's see it. All well, right. Wikipedia, oh. Well, Wikipedia actually said it's just a sesquicentennial when it's a, 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 a hundred 50. plus 50 something. So, right. uh, and then quadra is four. So I, I kind of added that on uh, because this is essentially year nine now. We're officially in year nine of right. right. A few. Um, I am Todd Oxtra, uh, one of the founding fathers, joined by Charlie Carton, one of the founding fathers of Secret Friends Unite. There, there, there are no other founding fathers. Well, John, technically, but he's not founding uh, of, of the of this name, opus. but not the podcast. Correct. Right. Yeah, yes. The, the, uh, page. Yeah. the the lawyers have said we're free and clear. <laughs> exactly. John John renounced all of his uh, rights to he, the he did. to the name. Yes. He signed uh, he signed his rights away. But yeah, man. So we're actually recording on a a monday night because i uh we had a rip roaring weekend at grand rapids comic con you've heard me talking about it for a couple of weeks but the charity auction we had really exceeded all expectations almost a thousand dollars that night another set another seven hundred dollars from the booth selling the triple so almost eighteen hundred dollars raised for make a wish in michigan um but both april and i said we're kind of getting old for this stuff. We were just, we were so wrecked on Friday night. So wrecked on Saturday You sound a little night. under the weather. The concrete yeah. is a thing still, yeah. <clears throat> I've been, uh, <clears throat> I was sucking on uh, vitamin C drops all weekend, and I have the throat lozenge now. And April's in Chicago for work. I drive her to the airport today. I'm back on the road tomorrow, so... There is no time for concrete. I'm, I'm, I'm using, using my mental abilities to fight it off. But yes, a lot of people breathing your oxygen is not oh, yeah. uh, just conducive. Just close to, today, you're yeah. just close and personal, and you, you're you're a you're 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 a, 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 a hugger, Charlie. So I'm sure you did not. There's no one that uh, didn't get hugged by you. Uh, the, I did not, uh, and there are plenty of weirdos there. I I, I saved my hug my huggos for non weirdos. That's just it's not my scene. Um, yeah, are you a weirdo? <laughs> yes, are you a weirdo? Show me show me your weirdo card. Oh, but you know who's not weirdos, and and we have two groups of people we're going to talk about here that we have a very much a lot of respect for. You know, we're right uh, in what some people are saying could be the final winding stages of the SAG after strike or day one, one, three. Um, but nothing is for certain. I've seen a lot of, a lot of mean tweets uh, or X's if you prefer. And I'm sure it's the same on threads and other social media, but, um, there's a vibe that they're getting closer, but uh, we'll see anyway, entertainment community, uh, dot org is a great place to, uh, contribute if you can to help the, out those folks in the struggle for their livelihood. And there is no struggle for our livelihood because we have a great set of folks who support us with our Patreon. Todd, tell me all about it. Yes, let's uh, let's save your voice, Charlie, because it's a very precious thing. You've got to talk to clients. So uh, we've got our friends with benefits. Uh, Corey and HD, John Sedorf, the Phoenix Sisters cosplay. Brendan Myers, thank you so much. And our BFFs, that is Sean, Stella, Henry Nias, Missy Merchant, and Andy Milliken. Thank you so much for being awesome and supporting our show. Uh, If you are not a Patreon now, you can be just like a Patreon. You can can be one later or now. 
And then exactly. continue to one. Yeah. Exactly. Lots of good content going up. Uh, we've got a spinner rack going up Friday, which is actually going to bleed into one of our stories today. So check that out. That was a, that was a Patreon request, actually, yeah. to do that. Yeah, that was fun. comic. Yep. And so we're always looking for suggestions. So that's one of the things you get as being a patron. You get in our Discord. You get to vote on topics. You get, you get to, to tell to, us what your thoughts are. And you, uh, you get you get to you get to steer the airplane or boat or some kind of pleasure craft. I don't know. But anyway, it's like a bureaucracy. And as always, that is patreon.com slash secret friends unite uh, free one week trial of any of our uh, tiers. will get to listen to our great shows. So <clears throat> something that is <clears throat> potentially not so great. It's, it's so funny to look back there on a lens of something that is approaching the century mark uh, over 75 years old. Uh, this would be the January 1944 uh, issue number 50 for the price of 10 cents from Fawcett Publication of Wiz Comics, starring Captain Marvel and the Spy Smasher. Todd, we, we've got a little bit of, you know, I, I don't know about you, but if I ever found myself, you know, naked as a jaybird, I, I don't feel like I'd conveniently find a barrel that could, you know, wrap around your midsection because how's he keeping it up? Is he kind of bouncing it on his knees in this photograph here? <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Yeah. We've got somebody stealing uh, Captain Marvel, a.k.a. Shazam's uh, uniform as he was apparently taking a dip. Um, there's a barrel that has no bottom, no top. So we just conveniently crawled into it. There's a bunny right. that's really hard to see in the corner. That's got a question mark like what's going on. I, you um, know what it is? It's because he's seeing what's behind it. Maybe Captain Marvel. Maybe uh, there's a hole. There's a there's a hidey hole yeah yeah like maybe hole? maybe yeah. he's uh he's packing you just don't know um but yeah what happens to captain marvel when he goes swimming read captain marvel's most embarrassing moment i think it has to do with the fact so they're saying that captain marvel's uh no undergarments or i mean his suit the guy carrying his suit it looks like the suit is kind of self-sufficient you know it's not like a maybe he's got his undies tucked in his boots I I, know, oh, there you go. Yeah. I guess I guess you'd want to keep your clothes dry. But yeah, the why is the bunny so confused? I don't know. This is a, this is kind of a mystery. So, Wiz Comics was this <clears throat> like a oh no, it, the whole thing with Captain Marvel wasn't he acquired by DC Comics? So he was, this, yes, was yes. Separate? It was kind yeah, okay. of uh, competing against. It was actually more popular than Superman at a time, which is kind of oh, crazy. Wow. Um, yeah, so it, it became a thing, and then uh, acquired it, and then somehow. Marvel actually got the name for Mar Captain Marvel yeah. uh, somehow. Don't know sure how that worked out, but then later became a Shazam. Um, and it, it's funny, Charlie. I'm like, as a kid, I'm like, this is what the kids would buy. I mean, this is not what I would look for for an exciting story. A man losing his clothes. I mean, this wow. is like something that would happen to me and you, not a superhero. Talk about a slow. Oh, not even a slow Spidey, right. He he in the in the in the uh, when he was yeah. in the suburbs. Yeah, well, right. Yeah, he or he would he he would a famous shtick would be he would he would web his that was called him street clothes. He would web his street clothes like in a ball under a you know a cornice of a building, and then you know that that uh, webbing only uh, keeps his consistency for about about sixty minutes. So he would come back too late, and his clothing would have fallen to the ground and lost him. Uh, or he built it in such a way that a when there was a bird that made a nest in his clothes. I mean. 
Peter Parker just couldn't cut a break. Couldn't cut a break. <laughs> oh my uh, goodness! But yes. all right, what, what's what's this backup feature? So you said yeah. this this next image is yep. the so, back cover of the same book. When you're lucky with a comic, you get to enjoy the ads. And so there was the ad actually is available for this comic on the back, and it's called Captain Tootsie and the Secret Weapon. Apparently, this is brought to you by the Tootsie Roll Corporation. Oh my! And God. Uh, essentially, it's got a little boy who's kind of Captain Tootsie's sidekick who essentially tells the kid like a, a code word to make sure you're not a Nazi and uh, runs into Nazis. And that's when the kid takes on some Nazis. Doesn't go so well. Mr. So <laughs> Captain, Captain Tootsie comes on and takes the Nazis out. And he says, it takes a Captain Tootsie to nab a Nazi. This kid gives him extra energy when he eats the Tootsies. He's got really muscular legs. Uh, Captain Tootsie can he doesn't dodge bullets. He kind of dips under him. He's like, Whoop. yes, he's very fast. Yeah. He, he missed me. It, yeah. To, to nab a Nazi. Yeah. The Nazis, it's just like two dudes in purple overcoats uh, and purple hats. Uh, yep. so yes, I guess they didn't want to get sued by the Nazi party for, <laughs> yeah. And, and the best part is as a kid at the bottom of this ad, you could send away for 10 cents, no, uh, proof of purchase is needed of Tootsie Rolls, but you could get signal flags. You could learn how to signal naval ships. And yes, standing out at the end of your dock, if you lived, you know, uh, if at the end of your street was the Detroit river, like it was when my dad was growing How up. exciting kids, uh, get your, uh, signal flags today. I don't know there there's an address we could probably send away see if we get it charlie uh yes uh yeah department n1 station o po box 10 that's really complicated but new york one one new york so back when you know they had you had codes. The, the, the zip codes were two yeah <laughs> zig yeah beachwood four five seven oh nine that was one of those old songs because yep. people used to have a, a a phone number but the first three Instead of the first three digits, they were letters. So yeah. it was, you know, yeah, Klondike 5, the like Simpsons phone number. Klondike 5, your, two, your two, alphabet. <laughs> you have to dial your alphabet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's find a way to just make yeah. this new technology uh, even more confusing. But you know somebody who could tell us very fondly about that new technology with the telephone? That would be our senior news correspondent. We're talking about Madam Webb. Down at the corner of Hollywood and Fide, 123 years young. She's creeping up on one two four my goodness uh but anyway she's got all the latest uh bits of great news for us in her news and scoops let's go for it now it's time for madam webb's rumors and news take it away boys thank you madam webb we've got some great news madam webb um we got all of that old Halloween stuff on clearance for you. So you have your wardrobe planned out for the year. You can be skeleton in one week. You can be devil, angel, po Pokemon trainer. I that's mean, just think that, about it, Charlie. I mean, she's all set. That's probably all on the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's all set. She doesn't have to worry about spending her her uh, her uh, uh, wonderful pension she got from the uh, Tootsie Roll company. <laughs> I I did. I had to drive to an office max today to get some print cartridges, and the Spirit Halloween next door was already gone. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I I think like it magic. was there. Yeah. They just yeah, show just, up by magic, and they're it's gone. Like, Remember the end of Poltergeist where the house just goes. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yep. That was it. That's what they do. So, yeah. all right, what do we uh, what do we got going on here? Yeah, so the big news is uh, Disney is making a big acquisition. They are acquiring the final pieces of Hulu and will own the company 
wholeheartedly. They had a partnership with, uh, I believe, Fox and also uh, Com or uh, you. I guess uh, Comcast at the point, uh, Comcast Universal, they uh, Universal, had yeah. the opportunity there. They either had to sell it to Comcast, the remaining portion, or buy it. That was the only thing to do. It was one of the things somebody was going to own this thing whole hog. So basically, Disney is buying this for $8.6 billion. Um, and uh, essentially, this will be a Disney wholly owned property. Back in the day, Hulu was kind of like had almost everything on broadcast television and then started right. adding uh, additional new content from that, uh, along with some cable stuff. Now, uh, I don't really know what the future uh, for Hulu content is beyond just really being Disney-focused, because right now they license some content from NBC, I believe, and uh, the Fox content they get, like Simpsons and things like that, um, that comes, yeah. well, no, actually, yeah, yeah, um, is is still Disney-owned, but it's actually licensed by the Fox Corporation, uh, mm -hmm. because of a licensing deal. So we'll see what happens right. with that. Um, but th this is probably a bigger play, Charlie, uh, to basically bring Hulu and Disney plus together, kind of like max has, uh, HBO oh. max as a HBO as a portion of it. Paramount and uh, showtime. Same kind of deal. Yeah, I'm guessing. Yeah. So I'm thinking in a way Disney Plus will now just have Hulu instead of two separate apps. It will be part of Disney and it'll be its adult portion. So you'll still log into your adult content like that stuff that's on, on Disney right now. But that's take, me to, uh, take me to adultcontent.com. <laughs> so yeah, and does, the, this, yeah. does this mean that Hulu could ostensibly merge it'll be hulu disney or hulu the the brand name will just go away i mean what i mean what will it endure i mean what what would be the purpose in making it endure if they're going to integrate so much of this content why do they need two bits of it you know because they're already trying to nudge you into get the hulu and the disney and the espn plus or whatever um so why you know why continue to have all these separate apps if they're going to be merging this content. I'm, I'm guessing I'm, I'm they curious. won't have separate apps. I'm thinking it just goes away. Like you don't have HBO as an app anymore. You just have Max. Right. Um, right. Yeah. Um, and I guess there's some legacy people that sign up through their cable company that can just get HBO still, but that's like uh, kind of the thing. Just kind of like um, Discovery Plus is still a thing, but I think that's a legacy thing because that's all part of Max now too. So, oh, um, gotcha. and I'm thinking the same way with what is it? Uh, Paramount Plus is it Showtime? Yeah, they did that about like Showtime six is going ago. away yeah. too. Like it's like as a standalone thing, right. Showtime is going away. So I think that's where you're right. just going to be. It's going to be one less thing, and it's a way to basically increase cost, like like revenue, because now it's mm -hmm. like we're just going to raise your price. So instead of like right, because right you, you have all, get the, all this much more content. Exactly. Instead of the instead of the Disney Plus, you know, Duo bundle, you're just getting Disney Plus Premium or whatever you're calling it. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, yeah. And you're paying Robert. Maybe now you're paying. 18 bucks a month or whatever, uh, rather than the 15 oh bucks a month. Yeah. My goodness. Yeah. yeah. So now you so, can have all your, now you can have all your, uh, raunchy murder porn and horror movies next to, uh, star Wars and Marvel and Mickey mouse. <laughs> be, yeah. be well, fantastic. And Hulu and who star porn, over star yes, porn. <laughs> exactly. It's like it's like Skinamax and HBO. Really, like nobody really <laughs> signed up for Skinamax. They just got it with HBO. Um, right. But the, the you know Hulu doesn't exist overseas. So this is really one more thing where it's like this gets like overseas. You right. just get all the stuff under Disney Plus. It's just right. there, and there's no Hulu branding.
Right, right. So what you're saying is Hulu Hulu is the, the gazelle on the plane and Crave of the Hunter is coming for it. Oh yeah. With a big, yeah. With a big yeah. spear. <laughs> yeah. It's it's almost oh, over. Man. It's almost done. Yeah. yeah. So this should happen in uh, 2024. It goes away. And then once again, gotcha. we'll probably see a uh, revamped Disney Plus app and they'll probably do some deals to get everybody on it yeah. and then raise prices after that. <laughs> Go, but of course. Yay. All right. So speak of uh, raising prices while lowering a budget. Uh, what's this next piece of movie news we have? Yeah. So, Charlie, we're still dealing with like all of those 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 really big shocker stories that came out of the Variety Variety news piece. And one of them was all about uh, Blade and how it has struggled to just really find. It was supposed to actually be out this week, Charlie. Did you know that? Like Blade was supposed to be oh out November God, no. 3rd. 2023. Yeah. So it's because they had, they fired filmmakers. People have left. They haven't been able to figure out a, uh, a script. At one point there was a idea to pitch it. So blade was not, it was like the fourth character in the film, not the lead. It was like three women and blade like Charlie's angels. And he was Charlie. (laughs) Oh, it's, it's the reverse of Gladys Knight and the pips. And he's like male Gladys. (laughs) <laughs> kind of it was so weird yeah it was and then and, uh that is a very uh, you know, that's a very itchy and scratchy and poochy kind of notion <laughs> yeah and marcia holly ali uh was uh as you know is going to star in this but apparently he was getting very frustrated because he's like what's going on uh i want to take on other projects do these things and Originally, this was going to be a pretty big budget film uh, compared to like mm-hmm. to the Marvels, which is costing two hundred seventy four million dollars. Now they're trying to tighten their you know belt straps. And it sounds like this is now going to be a hundred million dollar film. Oh, which wow. For, that is um, for, that's wild. Yeah. For a vampire like normal, like horror film, that's a lot of money for a Marvel film. That's got to be the cheapest film they've that's ever about, made. That's about about a third of what you know usually there, but because what's the biggest budget that Marvel has had to date? Endgame or something? Endgame. You know, three three quarters of a billion dollars or half a billion dollars, whatever that was. Uh, it, w- it was pretty big. It was close, probably close to four hundred. But you know, when you're hearing yeah. now that She Hulk apparently cost two hundred and twenty five million, that Secret Invasion costs like two hundred plus million. Oh, I mean, Secret Invasion. It's just kind of crazy inv- that Secret Invasion is Marvel's not so secret shame. That's what Secret Invasion is. Yikes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so uh, it sounds like they are coming. They're going to be a more focused film, hundred million bucks, which is probably not a bad idea for Marvel now, where they're not making a billion dollars. You get the budget I mean, yeah. down, make sure they look good. Right, it's the new reality of what their trajectory of the repeated failures kind of drives, you know, because you know they can't just keep throwing. I mean, like that article we read about uh, that we talked about last week or the week before that about the daredevil show um, of Marvel, you know, pivoting and saying, Hey, we just can't throw money at things. And, you know, and, and, and think that, you know, something's going to blossom out of our dollar bills. No, you know, somebody has to, we have to have creatives who are actually driving the bus and not just a bunch of studio execs who say, I like money. People like Marvel, uh, they'll buy anything that we throw them. Well, they, they don't. And that's what has happened. You know, post Endgame, they've really just watched most of everything decline, not only in box office, but in in quality as well overall. So this is um, again this coupled with the uh, the Daredevil news from a couple of weeks ago is is great. Let them yeah. make a movie for a lot less money, and if it's a hit, 
then their trajectory is cemented that uh, that you can do more with less if you write something good, you know. But maybe they'll put more of that money into paying those poor writers. Well, I mean, that's the deal they made, you know. Exactly. Yeah, I, I think maybe make it more go with more practical effects, which would work mm-hmm. good in a horror sense. And right. then uh, they did bring on um, the one of the writers of Logan to actually. Oh redo the script which is good news because that's a great movie um and they did announce uh the director the new director his name is uh jan demanche who did um lovecraft county which i really liked on hbo um which was a really good like type of horror type of series but the the cool part is charlie this is going to be marvel's first r-rated film they just announced which i think is a great move that's intense. Well, you know, you can only uh, go so far again on that same trajectory doing same old, same old. Um, and you're going to, you know, you're obviously, as we've seen, it, it creates diminishing results. Um, so this is this is a nece- seems like a very necessary next step. Um, and that really, and again, if I can transition, pairs right into the next story that we're going to be talking about, another Marvel property. This is over on Disney Plus. Uh, Echo, which spins off of the Hawkeye, the, the Christmas story. Um, um, which just watching this trailer with Echo and then with Vincent D'Onofrio, who I got to meet this weekend, by the way, on Friday night. Oh, really? I caught he was one Very of the cool. Yeah, he's one of he was one of the guests at the show, and we were catching a lull. And uh, my friend uh, Candy McFarland Sweets was one of the cosplay guests. She grabbed me and said, "Let's go meet Vincent." And there's nobody over there. And I chatted with him. I had a, I had a great line that I got to repeat a couple of different times. I said, "Vincent, I love your stuff, man. I saw Full Metal Jacket when I was 11, which is not a movie that an 11 year old should see, but it was the 80s." man and i was a latchkey kid and that's what we watched and he thought that was pretty funny who's bigger you or him charlie because he's a pretty uh, well, big dude he was he was sitting but he's built he was built he was in great shape i don't know if he's oh, no i mean he's well, like just a, a i mean well he was yeah. he was he was sitting down behind a table which was elevated so i don't know i didn't ask him uh to stand back to back with me but yeah i would i would imagine Look me in the pretty, eye son yeah Exactly. So, uh, and then later, later was, uh, uh, George Takei was also there, but, uh, we were not, I was not able to interface with him. He was kind of the, the mob scene. Biggest guest of the show that I went to Tom Kenny, the voice of SpongeBob. I saw 200 people in his life. Holy I cow. Swear. Kids, yeah. everybody loves SpongeBob. Well, it's an entire, it's an entire generation going back. To oh, and Tom years. Kenny's like been an actor. He's, he's, he's a uh, fry in Futurama. I mean, he's been everything. Oh my gosh. He's not fry. No, that, you, no, that's not, that's Tom Kenny's. No, that's Billy Ward. Yeah, there you go. But he was, uh, he was another voice in adventure time. That was his other big credit. Yeah. Uh, Tom yeah. Kenny. But anyway, off the topic. Yeah. Echo. So, uh, this is one of the, yeah. Echo is, uh, uh, a Cox. Uh, this is dropping at the end of the year, and we talked about this some time back. Is that it's all dropping Actually, it's at January fourteenth? January fourteenth. Oh, January fourteenth. Okay, yep. but again, it's all dropping at once, which we kind of quipped at the time, and I, I, I echoed this to April when we watched this trailer. I said, "Hey, they really can't lose by dropping it all at once because you'll get the bingers, which." There's a segment of people that really like that. And if they dig it, that's awesome. If it's terrible, it's gone in a week. Nobody cares and nobody's talking about it. Um, exactly. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's and it's going to be the shortest MCU show so far. Five episodes. It's okay. going to mature. And it's under this Marvel spotlight banner, Charlie, which is essentially okay. saying that we can tell smaller stories <laughs> that may not have to really connect 
broadly mm-hmm. or have Gotta huge impacts to the MCU, which is a right. great decision because that means you can tell great stories and not have to worry about, well, can I use this person or I can't? Or, oh, right. when does this take place? And oh my it's God, the, did you notice that problem? Because that happened the, in this. Yeah. It's the Star Wars trap, you know. It's having the Lucasfilm continuity group, and, you know, it, it's just making it... Right, if, if you make everything so granular, then you're just kind of walking in a circle. Paint yourself into a corner. So, yeah, that's cool. I mean, there have been <clears throat> great stories, even in the MCU, but even in Marvel, that came before it that were uh, set in, you know, the grim and gritty New York City uh, storyline, um, which have been subsequently erased like you know netflix's daredevil but some of those stories some of those elements of that were, were really very good so so yeah. this yeah but the question is will this be any good and i don't know i mean we saw a trailer we saw a lot of blood and punching so will this be kind of daredevil all over again <clears throat> that's a good question i mean it is definitely when i saw it i'm like wow this is really mature it's showing people mm-hmm. getting you know hit in the head kingpin tearing a dude apart um the last right. time we saw the kingpin he was you know had a, a higher power level he was right. a little bit goofier was wearing a different type of suit um right so i don't know uh you know and this is more about echo probably becoming more of a uh helpful vigilante and she's going to help people right. that's kind of like her journey um and yeah. maybe the good news is this doesn't have to be anything more than that. Like we just leave and echo goes along and just continues to be a street vigilante to helping, right. you know, in hell's kitchen. And so she, she doesn't does, have to, sh- doesn't have to show up in the Kang dynasty war or whatever, because it just has no relevance no, to or blade yeah. taking on, you know, blade taking on the Hulk. That just doesn't make a lot yeah. of sense. I mean, I told you, you could make it happen. It just is like, but it it's a, to, it's though? why. Yeah, no, absolutely yeah. not. So yeah, this is good. So yeah, you know, the only, way that that any of this stuff endures uh is by diversifying you know because you just can't do same old same old it's why we have you know four or five different rotating star trek shows that are yeah. of set in a different time frame and with a different tone you got the animated yeah. comedy the show for the kids the the more traditional you got the one that takes a little bit more risks like discovery so got to do it got to do it so um yeah so yeah so it's january 14th so this is your uh this is your getting into the new year uh reason for me not to cancel disney plus because i keep saying damn it i'm gonna do it because in uh december they have what if which and uh, doctor who's coming too and so, uh, yeah yeah which is yeah, yeah which is yeah. not marvel but it could be someday who knows <laughs> it is oh, on anyway. disney plus though yes it, it, it is, is on, on disney, disney plus, plus. Yeah. all right well i it's interesting because yeah we're you'll you'll be hearing on spinner rack for our patreons and for our non-patreons we'll hear it uh, the episode on down the road when we publish it on our network feed but we read a comic about uh the 2011 uh planet of the apes franchise which uh launched with james franco and um Blah 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 blah. John Lithgow, uh, which which I enjoyed very April April like those movies. She and I have seen all three of them. Now there's going to be a sequel, which really has a little bit more of the vibe of the 1968 Chuck Heston yeah. original. Yeah, because yeah, you're you know you're seeing a world uh, that has taken place. You know. But, I won't go through the whole saga again of, of how the story came to pass, but well, what you're seeing in this is, you know, this trailer opens, there's a majestic hawk sailing through the sky and you hear a voiceover and an arm sticks out and the hawk lands on it. And it's an ape. It's an ape speaking in English uh, and acting like a person. And the, you know, the, what you see around him is an overgrown, you know, 
uh, city and you you see these apes chasing you know uh human beings and loincloths who can't speak and uh so we're right back in the the crack i mean this could be a movie yeah. that ends with chuck heston showing up you know i mean it could be that close or to Mark Wahlberg. no <laughs> no didn't you didn't you think the uh the orangutan character kind of looked like dr zayas it, I mean, it kind of did. Could this be a direct tie-in? I wonder. Yeah. But anyway, uh, one but anyway, question, one yeah. question for you, because uh, in the the new trilogy, um, Caesar was he the only one who could speak? I believe so, but okay. it was it was a lot more sign language for everyone else. But obviously, okay. so that lends credence to the thought that this could be hundreds of years later. Yeah, we don't know how long yeah. this is. We just because know it's, yeah, all yeah. the apes can't be like, and then we and then magically everybody could talk because it was just the Earth easy. looks completely like you know yeah planted over yeah, uh, it, look, yeah. It, it looks like it could be you know 500 years later and th- that's my guess because sure. as i said at the end of the third film um your villain was woody harrelson and this uh virus that originally got everything rolling mutated into a form that it's uh it started to kind of de-evolve the human beings they got you know they got dumber. They couldn't speak anymore. And so, you know, by the time we get to Chuck Heston, you have uh, human beings like, who are non It's like idiocracy, Charlie. Oh, my God. I watched that movie not that long ago. It's still real. It's so it's got dumb, electrolytes. But it's, but it's still real. Yes, it's it, Brando. It's got what planes crave. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. So, anyway, yeah, this looks great. And this is uh, Memorial Day. So, this is going to be in our summer wager. It's going to be the kickoff. Yeah, yeah which is kind of neat because typically it's a Marvel movie. So, yeah. not a bad change up. And Disney mm-hmm. needs more things. And this is part of their Fox acquisition. So, this is right. kind of a, a big deal for them to do something big that right. is not one of their uh established you know, big, big big franchises yeah. yeah and not a re not a not a live action remake of right. an animated film uh, yeah. like it, which they've all okay so todd so the challenge is to you because you're likely gonna end up having to i guess it's anyway. time i it's i guess time. i gotta do my rock i gotta do my rocky um yeah uh, i gotta do my creed watch through and i've got right. like five six months so i've got time right it's not hard and i'm sure most of these are I, my in-laws are visiting yeah. so i need things to watch oh i know you really want to put that on whack you want to put that out there i need something <laughs> on it where we're not talking <laughs> todd that's uh that's a little bit more brutally honest than you tend to get on these airwaves so i admire that <laughs> What can I say? Hey, look, it's not that I don't feel the same way. Everybody about my loves bro. their in-laws. Yes. Oh my like goodness, Everybody yeah. loves Raymond. Yeah. Oh my. Well, you know the thing is with my father-in-law, he's just he just doesn't talk, and it doesn't mean he's pissed. He's just not a talker. Now, my mother-in-law, on the other hand, it would be great if she was. She a makes talker. up for it. <laughs> she sure does. Oh my god. Oh no. All right. So uh, this next one, I had no idea that this was going to be a thing, and this was a long trailer. It was like three. Minutes. Oh yeah. But this and, looks fantastic. Yeah, Charlie. So just just let you know. Um, and the audience. So uh, we got a trailer for The Fall Guy. So a lot of people are of a certain age will not even know The Fall Guy was a TV series in the 80s. And it uh, was wonderful. Lee Majors. Lee uh, Majors, yes. uh, There was the sidekick. I can't remember what his name was, but he was kind of like the Bruce Boxer type. Wasn't Heather Thomas was the the compulsory blonde chick? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Heather Thomas was everybody's crush. Everybody wanted to, you know, everybody had a poster of Heather Thomas up. But, Mm. you know, he, you know, uh, he was a the main character. He was Colt Seaver was a uh, stuntman and Colt Seaver. And he had a cool truck. 
It just reminds me because I think of uh, Tom Cody from our Streets mm-hmm. of Fire, and then I think of uh, I saw Bill Bill Burr. Uh, Bill Burr is one of my favorite standups, but he had that show F is for Family, and his mm-hmm. favorite uh, show was called Colt Luger, and it was like Colum- nice. yeah, Columbo crossed with yeah, yep, yeah. It, so uh, and basically, Colt was a stunt man. He had a cool uh, truck, and he ended up like solving crimes and helping people out with his stuntman skills, which is perfect scenario. We- I, I would do it if I was a stuntman too, but that's what we're basically getting. It's it's uh, Ryan Gosling is in this action comedy with Emily Blunt, where he is a stuntman playing Colt Seaver. He's got the truck, and essentially it turns into where he has to go and save the actor because he's missing and using like, his stuntman skills, like the Sandy Bullock, uh, yeah, exactly, a movie, yeah, exactly, yeah. This look, this looks fantastic, and this is another one. That we're getting, I think it did say March, March or April. So kind of, yeah, it's, it's third probably, quarter, uh, yeah, the third yeah, first quarter yeah. movie. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So this looks like fun. Yeah. I had no idea this was coming up. So, um, yeah, yeah it looks like a blast. Um, why is Ryan Gosling has no right to be so goddamn handsome? I'm so pissed off that he's, he's almost a weirdo and he does some, such weird rules, roles too. But I yeah. love it that he's embracing comedy. And I know one of the movies he did and, um, uh, Chris Thompson, who was on our podcast he's he's been on with us you know he was just on with us uh you know talk, uh, for shocktober and he, one of his favorite movies is what is it the um the movie with he and um uh russell crowe where they're uh one's a detective and one's like a hit I mean, was it the wrong guys the fall guys no oh um, they, i remember the other guys but that was with will ferrell no it's it's basically it's a movie he loves them in that the, movie the, too and i'm the, like the nice guys the, the guys the nice guys the nice guys yeah that's what there it is go. yeah so i mean like i think ryan gosling should make more <laughs> movies like this when he gets too like overly serious he, he gets too 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 notebooky yeah, yeah. <laughs> or what was that one movie where was it the driver or whatever where he had that coat and he was just so intense oh is it go was it the, the, yeah exactly I'm, I'm i'm intense with my coat oh my goodness well that takes us out of the news todd got to get out that fuber app that feeble app the geek easy awaits done in skugtown nastyville talked about what we're enjoying let's go talk nerdy to me talk nerdy to me we're sitting in the Geek Easy, drinks are poured, cover band's playing, and we are ready to get our nerd on. So uh, uh, first I'll kick it off with a show that is returning. Just dropped its first new episode of season two, and that's Invincible. Um, it's on Amazon Prime. They were been, they've been hyping this up. This was on, uh, so Amazon Charlie has... Um, uh, what is it? Uh, Thursday Night Football. So uh, oh. they stream it on their app and they were hyping this show up, which is kind of cool Good to use the platform to bring a lot of people to like a property like Invincible, which I love season one. And yeah. um, so season two, essentially, and, and for anybody that's new to Invincible, this is essentially it's Spider-Man and Superman kind of combined it in one story about a kid whose dad's the most famous superhero of all, but he's actually hiding a big secret And that's kind of revealed throughout the series. So season two picks up where kind of everything's in shambles. And he's the main characters left to pick the pieces, kind of like his dad's gone. And uh, we don't know when he's coming back, if he's coming back. And so uh, wait a second, shambles. 
pick up the pieces. So you hear na 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 na. They actually played a Radiohead song, which is Karma Police, which I'm like, ooh, that's a brave choice because that doesn't always work out. But yeah, so we're basically set up, and it's kind of getting the the team the 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 team of team of heroes back together again, and it's kind of like establishing new leadership and getting at the new norm. And then we're introduced to a. First, we think it's a protagonist, but it turns into an antagonist by the f- end of the first episode, which is kind of cool. So we're given a way to go. But this show, um, I think it does a really good job of managing teen drama with very serious tactics. It's very much very brutal. So if you don't like the the the, the gore and the grime, which now Amazon Prime is getting kind of like synonymous for with the boys and all oh my God. shows. And Gen V, yeah. which we'll talk about in a moment as well. My yeah, goodness. so um, they only dropped one episode, which I was surprised because usually Amazon will drop like three or four episodes or two. Yeah, or they do a th- they do like a three, two, two, three. They did that with like yeah. Daisy, Daisy Jones and the Six, which I, I loved. But yeah, it was but weird. I did- like, yeah. But I did actually watch the first episode this time, Charlie. I didn't like skip ahead and watch. <laughs> oh well, they didn't. They didn't really. You didn't watch the like special features. Like this isn't a show. This is a. These are just clips. <laughs> exactly. No. Um. No. So it was. But ev- I will say this on this show. Every episode, they always have like after credits stuff. So it's like it's always Ew. there. So I'm not sure why don't they just have it versus being after credits. But they also do every episode. They kind of use the 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 um the logo for the show. And the first season was all about it. It got bloodier and bloodier and bloodier every episode. You saw it like got more blood. That was kind of like, yeah, they kind of do that. Like the walking dead did that as they, as it went by the, the walking dead got more desiccated. Yeah. Yeah. And this one, now this season, it's more like it's showing cracks in the logo. So that's kind of cool. They're doing something new with that. So, um, highly recommend invincible and I can't wait, uh, wait to see where it goes. I'm guessing it's probably eight episodes. So, um, if you don't watch it now, it's going to be there when you can get to it. Um, I think it's renewed for through episode season three. So, Yeah, so good news. I was going to say, yeah, Amazon Prime, guess what? You've got it anyway. <laughs> exactly, yeah. We're subscribed, and they're going to start. Well, the big news is we already talked about this. is going to start charging for ads. Oh. Like, if you don't want ads to watch Prime shows, it's an extra two bucks a month. So, good Hey, times. friends, it's all the big money machine. You, you couldn't think. people. Your cord cutter group, Todd. You know, I really should start following one of those again, because, you know, I after my Facebook hack, I started with a new uh, Facebook profile, which, by the way, today is my Facebook hack birthday. And I got I had a I've had a bunch of people wishing me a happy I, birthday. I saw that I'm like I don't know what you're doing, Carden. I, I, I didn't. I I, it was just because when we started, April oh, did it for me. Fake, it, yeah, was, it, fake it was it was it was this day a year ago. I've had that. Uh, I've had that identity, which I will not say here. Um, and you I made want, that. I don't you want made that your Connor. birthday. Like today, I have been born. Well, I was going to say there's an algorithm that can't. But I mean, I I, I think it, I, I think it's not even my correct age because it was not the same Probably year. Not. I can't remember. I know lots of people that, that just have fake names and stuff just to do yeah. it. So it's yeah. probably but, good. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. all right. So yeah. uh, Gen V. Uh, yes. Yes. A lot yeah, of more so, blood and explosions. All right. Yeah. So um, Gen V is done with uh, season one. And what really impressed me, Charlie, is they really are embracing the fact that this is just an ongoing universe. We've mm-hmm. got, uh, I mean, the big news was Homelander showed up. In oh, episode, yeah. Big really, time. Really, really damn cool. Anthony we also got Star. the. Uh, 
we also got the um the, the I don't remember her her role, but she was essentially Billy uh, Butcher's handler um, for the oh, CIA or whatever right. organization too. So she showed up too, and then we get uh, the politician. Get, yeah, the, the politician who makes people's heads explode. Yeah, who has we find out has the same power uh, as our main character, which is kind of neat because then you can see right. oh there are duplicated powers in this universe. Right, and uh, so this was kind of like the big like. What's going to happen? And I don't know if we got any resolution from the season whatsoever. It kind of felt like things are just going to get crazier and nothing wrapped up. And I don't think we're in a better place. And uh, our big our big after credits uh, cameo was, of course, uh, Billy Butcher himself. Uh, mm. The return of Carl Urban. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't I don't you know. And again, we don't know unless I'm very much mistaken if we even have the boys coming back or when. I think we must be, um, but yeah, we got we got uh, teases of obviously seeing Homelander, uh, seeing Billy Butcher, and you know the exploding head senator lady and everything. So, and then oh, we also got the um, really unhinged uh, CEO of um, Vought, the young lady Ashley. Oh, the former <laughs> yeah. like uh, yeah. publicist, yeah, yeah she exactly. Shows up again, oh yep. my god. So oh, yeah, it's goodness. just crazy. But yeah, the whole episode was based around a, a you know a revolt on campus, and it was the pretty blonde girl uh, who was you know taking the lead of revolutionaries, and she went you know toe to toe with uh, our lead character and and lost. But then Homelander shows up and equalizes, and our characters end up in a bunker or something with no door, so they don't know where the hell no they door. Are. Yeah. yeah, and and the show's done some interesting things where they've, uh, you know, done some, uh, you know, they've we've had bloody puppets, we've had all of these different approaches to it, and it's kind of interesting where we're going to lead. But I was just looking, Charlie. So see, the boy season four will pick up a couple of days after the Gen V finale. Oh, okay. Uh, so this is very very new news, and um, they don't specifically say anything about when that will actually happen but oh, man boy. oh man it just seems like are we gonna get like it just they'll just like intertwine and so we don't have to worry about like waiting like two years until we find out what happened to these characters is it just, yeah, right every, just, will they team up with maybe the boys the, the our leads of right. jv could be could be yeah, i don't know times. I'm, I'm, yeah, so, was- I'm so happy it came together yeah, no, it was good. That was good to, to find a way to integrate it in. So, yeah, I enjoyed it. So, once again, Amazon Prime, you already have it. Uh, yeah. All right. So, for me, it's going to be Quick Take Central. Uh, with all of my travels and travails, we've not even been to the movie theater in, in a bit. So, the celebration people made their money off of us because we didn't go. <laughs> but uh, a fa- uh, Five Nights at Freddy's, was that was out in the theaters just before Halloween. It was a big hit. As I understand it, um, oh, yeah. but it was it was same it was same day Peacock, uh, and you know my son was interested in it years ago, like much younger than he should have been. So I was aware it's of huge. it. Gen V um, or Gen Z, Gen Z, not Gen V. <laughs> oh, the the, the the yeah, I hope not. Yeah, yeah, Gen Z, the Zennials, they dig at it. So yeah, so it's all about there's this weird old you know broken down you know kids amusement park which is like Showtime Pizza Cross with Chuck E. Cheese and these weird robots, animatronic robots from the eighties, and in the movie, Todd, did you see the movie? I didn't. I heard okay. it's a mixed bag. 
It's not Shakespeare, but it, <laughs> but it's really? it's a, it's a horror movie not with not with a lot of gore. Um, you do get Matthew Lillard as one of the characters, who's somebody I've yeah, never, been, never been able to stand. Um, but our friend uh, Kurt Krug, a friend of the show, Kurt Krug has interviewed him and said he's a nice guy. So I, I, I'm sure it's true. Um, he's shaggy man, he's sh- he shaggy's yeah. the best. But it's uh, Josh Hutcherson is the star, and he's a young guy. You know, down on his like his parents have died, left him with his young sister to raise in a house. Apparently, for a guy who can't keep a job, you know, he's got a house. Um, but he lands a temp job guarding. Um, Freddy Fazbear, which is this broken down show, Showtime pizza place, where the robots are really inhabited by ghosts and demons, and there's this pretty lady cop who gets involved, who wants to help him out, and the twist at the end is a uh, big uh, old uh, whatever. Uh, that's, that, yeah. that's it. Um, I anyway. do want to watch it. I do want to watch yeah. it. it. Seems kind of like so. Is this a hard R? No, I, I, it's a, a much more of a PG 13. There is probably a, mm-hmm. uh, a single element of, um, some body horror where a, a body okay. gets cut in half, but it actually happens in shadow ish. Okay. Yeah. So not a lot of blood, not a lot of gore. So yeah, I would call it a heavier PG 13. Um, okay. but yeah, it makes sense if you want kids to go see it. Yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah, yeah, right. So you want to really trample on that. So yeah, worth it. And it's, you know, my new sweet spot for any movie is a, a lean 90 minutes, either plus or minus five minutes. And I and if I'm not mistaken, this falls in that regard. So um, so that was that. So again, Peacock, what's nice about Peacock when you watch a movie, they 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 give you a big blast of commercials at the beginning and then they just kind of leave you alone when it comes yeah, to the movie. Yeah, so I, that, I'm pretty pleased thing. with Peacock. I think it's a good service. Um, no, no, I agree. Yeah. I agree. All right. And then I did a one-two punch over on Netflix. Uh, last night we watched uh, No Hard Feelings, which was a Jennifer Lawrence release from the summertime, um, which the premise of it is just gross, which is probably why we didn't go see can't it. Can't buy me love, right? Yeah, it's it can't really. can't buy me love, but reverse <laughs> but she's 33 and the boy is 19 um but yeah it's the same thing his you know he, this very sheltered kid uh his parents uh you know put an ad in the online i would say in the paper it's not a thing you know please date our son and you can get this car and jennifer lawrence is this 33 year old woman down on her luck who loses her car and she's just a she's a permanent screw-up which is why her life sucks um and she ends up taking it taking up taking the parents up on their offer but kind of keeps it below the radar and ends up befriending this kid and while a lot of it is kind of immature humor i mean there's a scene of and apparently jennifer lawrence did not use a body double of about a 60 seconds of her um fighting a group of kids naked because she was skinny dipping and um yeah, not did they bad. steal her clothes like Shazam? <laughs> they did steal her. Yeah, and, oh, and no. the kid as well. Yeah, no, exactly. Was there no was there no barrel? There was no barrel, and it was at night. Oh no! Um, but uh, you know, it was like I said, it was uh, kind of a corny comedy, but it did, you know, it had some good messaging and, and some good kind of lessons for the characters and stuff like that, and it was okay. It's a okay. good. It's a good I was, movie. To, I was curious about it, that one. Looked it looked kind of funny. It's a good movie to watch on Netflix. Um, but as we were we were talking in the B roll, I did watch uh, Old Dads, which is another Netflix movie that came out about two weeks ago. The star is Bill Burr. He's one of my favorite comedians because he's Boston Irish. My my grandmother was Boston Irish, so I have it in my blood. Um, so I really appreciate him. But it's him and Bobby Cannavale and Bokeen Woodbine as three um, late forties, early fifties buddies. Um, who you know founded a company uh they ended up selling it off and go back to work for it but this young kid who takes it over is this you know kind of uh millennial 
crap bag and everything they do is offensive. And, uh, you know, uh, Bill Burr's character has, uh, a relatively new marriage. He's got like a five-year-old son and a baby on the way. And it's about the misadventures in between and coming back together and figuring out how to deal with his anger. Um, and boy, is he angry. He's Irish level angry. I just, I, I appreciated every raunchy thing he had to say. And I had a lot of fun watching it. It's a good movie. Not really, but it's your typical comedy where they're they're high and then they're low and then things uh, basically end okay. It's a Sandler comedy, I assume. It, like it that kind, level. It kind yeah. of felt like like a Will Ferrell, like an anchorman, like I'm high, I'm low, I'm high, I'm low. Yeah, that kind of deal. Yeah, um, but yeah, but I know I, I I I enjoyed it, and you had some some Netflix faces in it. You had uh, one of the one of the women who was in uh, Glow was one of the wives, and oh, you know who was one of the moms? Uh, Katrina Bowen, who is the really one of the the really sexy girl in uh, Thirty Rock in the early seasons, the blonde girl. Oh. Really? Yeah. Oh, now, well, it was a now, Patrice or something like yeah. that. Yeah, the one. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and now and now she's playing a mom. Time, time marches on. But anyway, it's funny. Again, Netflix, it's a service that you have, whether you know it or like it. I personally, that's one of the ones that I would get rid of, but April uses it and swears by it. It's always then, something right, new, yeah. though. That's the thing. Yeah. It's like it's that's always how, got something. Like, yeah. You yeah. can't can't and the you know the free trials go like, oh I'll just join up and watch this thing and nope they just gonna keep getting you they're gonna keep getting you absolutely so, yeah anyway all right well that's a wrap taking us up out of the geek easy time to get out that air Qantas app the land down under awaits hologram Tina and the mutants are in the Thunderdome for us to talk about a fun new topic I'm looking forward to. Geek TV through the ages. Let's go. Welcome to another edition of Thunderdome. Thank you, Tina. We're sitting in the Thunderdome where the mutants have been gathered for a topic or a game to be entertained. And this week, we're talking about TV through the ages. And I picked the threes. So 1973, 1983, 93, and 2003. And if we get time, we'll go to 2013. Um, So basically, um, I think it's really instructional to understand where we came from to really appreciate where we are today. So when people complain about too much TV, too much stuff, geek, like, you know, uh, hangover, too much content, uh, just... We'll let you know as you hear what we talk about, because we're going to cover like the ratings, the top 20 shows of that year, and also the new shows that came out. So kind of you understand the landscape and how lucky we should feel. Um, right. And Charlie, there's only going to be one of these that we were not alive when it happened. Right. So that's the funny part. Uh, the rest of these, Charlie and I were in the throes of in being consumers of TV. We were there, man. All right. So you're going to rip me through this top 20. That's the the deal. So I'll start from the bottom and go to the top. So in 1973, the top 20 TV series, Sunday Night Football. Didn't know that was a thing. Monday Uh, Night uh, Football. Oh, Sunday Night Movie, not Sunday Night Football. Oh, Sunday Night Movie. No, you're right. So that makes sense. Yes. Movies were a big thing when they would like, oh, it's the movie night. Because there there was no home video. Exactly. No home video. Rarely, rarely did movies go back to the theater. Right. And so essentially, this would be an opportunity to see a movie for the first time. Um, So there we go. Then Monday Night Football. Then Barnaby Jones. (laughs) A favorite of Eric Cartman's, as I recall. Yep. Good times. Dun, 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 dun. Happy days. Do, 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 do. Yep. And then and NBC has a Sunday mystery movie. Ooh, a mystery. 
Yep. Then Gunsmoke in probably <laughs> year 85. <laughs> yeah, right. It's been on since 1913. <laughs> exactly. The longest running show until The Simpsons. Uh, right. Wonderful World of Disney. They used to show like movies and TV right. series and things like that. The Bob Newhart Show. Oh the first gosh. iteration of Newhart. The first of ni- the 90. He's still alive, isn't he? I think he is. He's still great. He's so good. I know. Uh, Then we get the six million dollar man, like the the really the first like genre show. Uh, Lee Majors coming back. Hey, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I love that. And that was before the fall guy because it was the 70s. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Then we have Canon, which I think was a a detective show. Sure. Uh, Mary Tyler Moore. Yay. Yeah. One of her first shows. Uh, Sonny and Cher comedy hours. Gypsies, chimpanzees. We heard it from the people of the town. (laughs) Exactly. Thank you. Uh, Then Kojak, you know. Who loves you, baby? Exactly. He he has your hair. He has has your hairline, Todd. Then we got Maud, which was a spin-off. Lady Godiva. Do, 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 do. Na, 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 na. It was a spinoff of uh, Alice? Uh, All the Family. All the Family. There we go. Yeah. Uh, then Hawaii Five O. Dun 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 dun, dun 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 I'm just gonna hum all the themes. So get yeah, ready. Yeah. Then Mash. Do 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 do. Suicide is painless. Yes. Uh, Sanford and Son. Then the Waltons, a very depression era family with too many kids. Right. Like the Duggars before the Duggars. Oh my God. Or the Duttons, the 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 shows. Yeah. All right. And then the number one show, All in the Family, a pioneering show. Race, religion, sexuality. Yeah. Good stuff. Absolutely. Kind of the uh, the family guy intro is because of that. Exactly. Uh, so there you go, Charlie. So that's kind of where we were, folks. If you kind of noticed a trend, no genre shows, a lot of comedies, very few like dramas, but a lot of like cop shows, and you know, cop, lawyer, detective things. Right, yeah. right, right. All uh, right. So premieres, Charlie, I'll go through probably the top 20 there, too. So we start off with Young and Restless. It's a Ooh. soap opera. Yes, that's near and dear to our that's hearts. We watched it in college and John and I grew up with, with as kids. Uh, right. Last of the Summer Wine. Don't know anything about that. The World at War. Barnaby Jones, obviously a new nice. show. We talked about that. Kojak right. also debuted. So these right. are new shows that match wow. game. A uh, game shows were huge. Back wow, in the day. that's wild. Yeah, police story. Uh, that was kind of a uh, a story all about cops. Obviously, a story about police. Police story. Right. Uh, <laughs> uh, then Thriller, which was a horror anthology series, I believe, by uh, Rod Serling. So oh, nice. show, uh, a follow up to the Twilight Zone. You, then we had wait, Star wait. Trek: The Animated Series. You missed number eight. Some mothers do Evam. <laughs> I have no clue what that was. Okay. I passed it. Pass. Yes. Yeah. Yes, Star, Star Trek: The Animated, animated Series. series. Awesome. Uh, then and we had uh, Super Friends. My following still, up with that. Still my favorite. It was at the time animated superhero anything because it was just it was the first. Yeah, absolutely. Then we had Tomorrow People, a uh, science fiction series that went six seasons. I have no clue about that show. Wow. It, it, it kept on to a new tomorrow. Oh, the Adams Family. Was this just like TAS? Like uh, pretty Trek? much probably by filmation so like scooby-doo era that right. type of thing so yeah filmation uh yeah probably not very good uh then we had the magician this was a bill bixby series which oh, is before kind of weird oh that's wild yeah yeah then we have harry o uh this might have been a spinoff from hawaii 5 maybe 
Maybe uh, is it? it well, no, it's, it says San Diego Police Department, so probably not. Okay. Yeah, it's like CSI. This is Hawaii, not 5 It's San Diego 5 with Hario. Right. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Uh, then we have the star loss that lasted one season. Uh, whatever happened to the likely lads, which just sounds like a porn. <laughs> I, know. I know. Well, look at it. Look at the cover of them. Well, they still get their clothes on. Thank God. Exactly. Then schoolhouse rock debuted that year. Charlie. Very exciting. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a, on Capitol Hill. Dude, just, just think of this cool. And then one of the craziest things that I think that we all watched were the, the Mar the, what is it? Sid and Marty Croft puppets and things. They oh had God. Sigmund and the sea monsters. That was such a weird era. Oh Big puppets like HR Puffin stuff doing wacky adventures with wacky music. Weird times, Charlie. Oh my gosh. You want me to take, 19, 19, you want me to take 1983? Yeah. If your voice is good. All right. I yeah. think I can handle it. top 20 in 1983. And and again, I was, I was seven. Todd, you were eight. And these was like, yep. a lot of these were like shows that my mom would have on like Scarecrow and Mrs. King. That was a favorite of my mother's. Uh, the Jefferson's going into one of their later seasons. That's oh, yeah. from all Very the time. Late, yeah. Cause we're moving on up. We have Riptide, not the song by uh, Vance Joy. What? You know that one? Oh yeah, you remember Riptide? They had a boat, uh, and then you had like that one was nerd, nerd had a robot the and night, night boat. Yeah, yeah, they, <laughs> oh they solved god. crime on a boat, Charlie. Oh my god! Well, speaking of boats, we had the love boat uh, going on. We had your the, the fall guy that we already talked about in this episode, the original. Because oh, yeah, I'm the unknown stunt man. Oh makes my goodness, look so fine. Very cool. Well, Mash had ended, so we got. After Mash, thank God. I remember a, a skit once on uh, SNL or something like that uh, about Before Mash, which was just a couple before of guys Mash. in the field, <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of people uh, in Korea just hanging out. Yeah, exactly. Oh, TV's bloopers and practical jokes. Oh God, bloopers! And remember, it was uh, what was it? Uh, Ed McMahon and Dick Clark. Oh my God, that that's what those guys. Oh my did. goodness, that's what they did during the year. And Ed did bloopers were huge. Day. I guess uh, we had we had a one-two punch of ABC Sunday night and Monday night movies, uh, and then we uh, Daytown uh, Knots Landing. Uh, oh just yeah, not, 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 Dallas. Yeah, not quite cracking the top ten. Uh, Cagney and Lacey starts the top ten. That was oh, a God, lady, lady cap show. Everybody's that my mom loved, loved yeah. Cagney and well, Lacey. It was, it was two tough chicks, and they didn't. They they weren't supermodels. They looked like real people. Uh, hotel, which I I kind of sort of remember. Um, I think it might have been about a hotel. It was uh, James Brolin, Kenny Selica, where just guests would. It was like the love boat on shore, where they right. would, like guests would show up and they'd have to solve their. Mysteries. Their issues. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say they wouldn't call it the love hotel. That wouldn't fly. Uh, Kate and Allie. dead hookers and they had to figure out who's, who they were oh going God. to. Kate and Allie was like Cagney and Lacey, but the women were attractive. No, I'm just kidding. They weren't cops. They were just. Well, they were divorced parents. Uh, they were who, a couple who of single moms together, doing yeah. their thing. Divorced, yeah, exactly. divorced moms were big in the 80s. Yeah, well, I had one. So, yeah, <laughs> it was big in my house. <laughs> um, Falcon Crest, which was another nighttime soap, if I'm not was mistaken. Was that a Dallas spinoff or was it just a thing? Could have been. I don't know. Um, but we had a couple of we, – we get into nothing but classics here. Uh, Magnum P.I., which he wore Detroit Tigers hat. Uh, that, yep. The reason that Tom Selleck was not Indiana Jones was Magnum P.I. Uh, Simon and Simon, two brothers solving crimes and doing being P.I.s or whatever, I think. Uh, the fantastic A-team, mm -hmm. uh, four Vietnam vets who are soldiers for hire. 
now Di- Dynasty was not an offshoot. I no. think Falcon. I think Falcon Crest was Dynasty Falcon Crest an offshoot of Dynasty. Yeah, okay. or or vice versa. That uh, was the show famous for slaps and champagne in the face and throwing somebody in a fountain. You got it. That's right. Uh, we now we're in a, uh, nighttime news. Sixty minutes. Click click oh, click yeah. click 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 click. And my favorite that someday probably when I'm old and bedridden I will watch the whole series. That would be Dallas. I did oh, watch Charlie. the revival in the 2010s. Our, our local radio show host here, who actually has a new syndicated TV series that's going in different markets, his name is Jason Matheson. He's wonderful. And he is a huge Dallas fan. He's that's had funny. Linda Gray on. He's oh, had funny. all of these people from Dallas on. And he just loves it. And he always talks about his memories of Dallas, yeah. watching oh it with his grandmother and recording it. So, yeah. Oh, that's funny. That's awesome. All right. Okay. TV show debuts. Go for it. All right. Let me open the link really quick. Uh, so we have the A-Team. So a lot of a lot of shows just debuting the same year. Big deal. Yep. Typically, they would get like the Super Bowl. Like this was right. the show that debuted after the Super Bowl. So got the in. Right. Uh, we got Inspector Gadget, Charlie. This nice. is like the golden years of cartoons for kids. Absolutely. Just starting everything going in. Uh, we have He-Man, the Masters of the Universe. One of my like entryways to cartoons. Right. Uh, every day after school, He-Man was there for me. Uh, Fraggle Rock. Uh, so that was on HBO at the time, right? It was just a weird we, show. And we had HBO cause it was one of those things that like, Hey, this is new, have it for free or whatever. And so I saw a lot of, a lot of HBO stuff. So saw my first softcore porn on HBO when I was a kid. <laughs> I didn't have, I didn't have cable until I was in junior high. I oh, had wow. to, to watch any type of things on like cable or anything. I go, my grandma's in the middle of the country to watch satellite. And then somebody oh. would find the pay, playboy channel. And there you go. And, uh, versus and, history. And then the fun is over. Yeah. Uh, tales from the dark side debut which was a just a really funky, weird horror anthology series. Yeah. I always enjoyed it. It was just, but it was so cheesy, but it was a lot of fun. Um, then Charlie, <laughs> the bane of most people's lives in syndicated TV <laughs> show. Mama's Family. Holy cow. What a horrible show. Horrible show. <laughs> oh, funny, my God. Vicky, good. Vicky Lawrence. Oh, yes. Dun- Dungeons and Dragons is number eight. Now, this was the the animated, and these same characters did show up in the in the film as a Yeah, camera. on Saturday morning cartoon. It was wonderful. I loved it. Um, oh, I had no yeah. idea that Willie Ames and Donnie Most uh, from oh, Happy Days yeah. were, vo- vo- were voice actors that's so crazy yeah peter cullen was a voice actor in this too optimus prime oh, goodness probably in them uh then we had the joy of painting debuted you know bob, bob ross. ross oh my gosh and yeah. i didn't realize this came so early uh lavar burton on reading rainbow which yeah, ran following, for almost, almost following 30 roots. years yeah 20 years actually so that's <laughs> that's awesome uh alvin and the chipmunks which was not new but it was new new show uh we had uh, a skip a couple charlie because yeah. those are not american shows <laughs> yeah sherlock holmes wheel of fortune webster oh, uh yeah webster yeah. how did Scare- that last six years i, I mean webster no had to be like and he had to be like almost an yeah. old teen he, yeah he's not as cute line. anymore yeah. Scarecrow and Mrs. King. Now, Bruce Boxleitner was at the show this weekend, but I didn't get a chance. I, oh, I was, he's great. Yeah, I'm obviously. He's so busy working. I almost knew. And then Jackson, royalty. Yeah. yeah, he's great. Yeah. Uh, Hardcastle McCormick. That's another one of those. It's the judge and an ex-con with a car solving crimes. Oh, my God. There was, there was a Charlie Brown and Snoopy show that came on that year. Oh, yeah. Uh, Frontline. And, oh, God, Todd, we finish it off with Manimal. And oh, I no, love, Charlie. I love, you can't stop with Manimal, though. Because Manimal was awesome, of course. Oh, my God. This is the one we talked about. But um, I will highlight uh, the name of the star is Simon McCorkendale. <laughs> Corkendale. McCorkendale. 
Yes, All right, yes. so yes, we, we finished with the one-two punch of Auto Man and Banana Man. Oh, oh that was a Nickelodeon show, I think, right? Oh, it was like no. one of those weird ones. Yeah. Yeah. That is absolutely crazy. Hilarious. Oh god, it's so weird. You're getting like like uh the hitchhiker. Remember that show is an anthology series on USA, Charlie. On USA when they do like their oh. like sexy weird stuff. And uh-huh. then Super Ted. Remember Super Ted on Nickelodeon? Oh my God. Yeah. All right. Let, 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 let's slide us into the into the oh, early Charlie, 90s one here. last honorable mention. All right. All right. Scrappy Doo makes his appearance on Scooby Doo in nineteen eighty-three in the new Scooby and Scrappy Doo show. And the world was never the same. All right. Don't talk to me about nineteen ninety-three. Okay, nineteen ninety-three. That was the year I graduated high school. So very exciting. So top twenty. Uh, we started off with Phenom, which I don't even remember what that was. Uh, it was canceled. It was, it's the only one on here that was canceled. Uh, God, that must have been a, maybe a college show, like a college maybe. Phenom. I don't know. Uh, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, you know, a big Ooh, show dun, for dun, Will Smith. Dun, 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 dun. I yeah. thought that debuted earlier, to be honest. I thought that was Mm-mm. much earlier than 93. Uh, Dave's World, which was uh, about Dave, uh, the writer. Dave Barry. Dave Barry and then Harry Anderson played him on that sitcom. Oh, wow. Uh, Wings, a personal oh. favorite of mine. Love it so, Wings. It was so big. Good. Yeah. Uh, NYPD Blue, one of the Cease first like, really adult <laughs> shows. Yeah. with like yeah, It actually have. got like mature ratings and right. things like that. Butts and, and, and language. Primetime. Yeah. So a butts new show. Uh, right. Full House. This was in TGIF territory. You know, mm-hmm. Full House. Shows, that was big. 2020, another new show. Uh, Northern Exposure. This is where oh, like, CBS my, got a little weird. My my mother loved that show. It was on yeah. this house all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Love and Work. Don't know anything about that show. Uh, Thunder Alley. It was right next to right next to Springsteen's Thunder Road. Uh, yep. Mur- <laughs> Murder She Wrote. Uh, oh, and, that's right. Uh, Poirot's uh, descendant. <laughs> oh, I didn't even. <laughs> yes, Murder She Wrote. <laughs> exactly <laughs> uh charlie yes that that uh, was season 10 of murder she wrote it was almost stop. in the top 10 still i didn't notice oh there were seasons in here which is pretty cool so uh wow. then the sunday night sunday night movie was still a thing uh mm-hmm. that was number uh 10 murphy brown uh that was very, season very, six very big in this house without that yeah. monday night football of course frazier yep. in its first season it's first season yeah maybe, big yeah. time yeah, yeah, Coach was another big one. That was season six of Coach. Wow. wow. I thought it was uh, earlier than that or uh, newer than that. Grace Under Fire. That's when, the, you know, the whole you got to you got to have uh, what's her name? Uh, the the uh, Brit something or other. The uh, uh, oh, comic. Brett, Brett Butler. No, not yeah, that yeah, was that was the era of the comedian sitcom. Uh, right. That was that one. Uh, then we had Roseanne. Right. I can't season believe six. the next one says Seinfeld season five. I don't think that's correct. I think they show started in like 92. So that would really surprise uh, me. No, it I think old. it started in like 90 because it was early, early. Get well, how, it? Got momentum. Yeah. yeah. They must have had a couple of little half seasons. Anyway, Home yeah. Improvement with Michigan's own uh, cocaine loving Tim Allen. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and uh, six, three, yeah. 60 minutes tops the charts for the year. My goodness. All right. Was, and how, yeah, how about. Show. How about the new stuff? I'll, I'll rip through some of this here. Let's, All right. Uh, we already mentioned Frasier. This was the first year of the X-Files. Mm. Oh, wow. Yeah. Very big. Naturally. Charlie, did I tell you what I always thought about the X-Files? I thought it was like one of those reenactment shows, like as seen on, because that was a big thing. <laughs> oh, they like, like seen like in the, 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 uh, the rescue the 911 files. Like yeah, yeah, so I'm like, why would I watch that piece of crap? And I found out it's actually one of the coolest shows on all time. So I kind of missed alert. it for a few years until I actually, I think the first episode I ever saw was that when I hung out with you at your mom's house. 
Oh, I'll bet. And again, it was one. Of, it's one of my mom's episodes. And it was the shows. episode with the weird hillbillies, like oh, one of the most. Oh, the one that they won't show anymore because it was all about this exactly. weird incest fan. No, actually, yeah. I have a Mulder and Scully over here on the studio that uh, on my studio shelf that uh, I gave my mother owned and she gave me. Uh, Deep Space Nine, Star Trek: Deep Space Nine yeah. came out in January of that year. Uh, just had that episode on. We we show uh, Star Trek mo- uh, episodes and TV shows in the booth, and I did first episodes one day, so that nice. was, that one did play. Uh, the nanny with uh current SAG <laughs> after president uh fran drescher boy meets world uh with uh, uh fred savage's little brother i think and topanga mm. and topanga boy she's got kind of a face that has got a lot of stuff going on these days f- f- fighting fighting aging uh nypd blue we already talked about todd here's your classic babylon, babylon five. five yeah that's so crazy that those shoes it's like everything you know like we've got two asteroid movies we got right. two uh, uh right. volcano movies we got two shows about space stations you know yeah space stuff walker texas ranger just as a giggle april and i watched an episode of this uh along with like renegade and what don't you remember i told you back a couple of weeks ago we did that we watched an episode of renegade and then something else terrible from this era unforgivable uh dr quinn medicine oh, wow. woman yeah holy that cow was a jane, big deal. jane wow. seymour um but this was the first year of the mighty morphin power rangers which again this was my uh senior year in high school it was that fall so my uh, high school best friend louie and i uh, caught wind of this and watched it after school a couple of times we're just pissing ourselves laughing because it's oh, so my, ridiculous my friend chris santiago used to call it the morphine power rangers because you had to be on <laughs> morphine to watch it oh and sean sites like younger brothers were big into it so yeah it yeah. totally missed us it was it was college yeah it was i very was in big, college yeah, i was going into college when it debuted yeah, yeah that, that's all yeah season. it was yeah. yeah very big for for about, about 10 years prior but we got uh, uh diagnosis murder Oh, yeah. Old guy solving murders. You got it. Uh, Lois and Clark, New Adventures of Superman. Oh, with yeah. the, the The Superman that we don't talk about. Uh... Oh, homicide life on the street. I'm just trying to pick out. Uh, oh, that was, that, that was like the, the beginning of like really quality. Uh, uh, yeah, r- like yeah, R- yeah. Yeah. Richard R- Belter and Yampet Cato. Yeah. Living single, which is a show I love. Cause I was very much into the hip hop culture when I was a teenager. Cause I missed I'm, that one. I, I, Cause I'm, I'm, I'm white and I grew up in the nineties. That was a I thing. Love Martin for some reason, like living single came a little bit after that. So I, no, I no, it was, it was, uh, Mar- yeah. Martin was a little bit before that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Cause Martin was wind down a uh, sequel to Sequest uh, DSV, which we've talked about on our patreon sequest 2032 uh and then oh this is the first year of beavis and butthead oh yeah it was huge in college for me charlie yeah i would be there with my with my 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 roommates we'd watch it we'd just go crazy uh one shout out though uh for my son the wiggles it was a big thing with his life really same same with my with my son jackson absolutely yeah Uh, another show my dad loved was the adventures of briscoe county jr that was big probably uh you know bruce campbell's first big success Uh, michigan native bruce campbell exactly it was right i've always wanted to watch yeah, uh, I, I, I again, believe I own it somewhere. My my mom loved it, so we watched it, and uh, it was it was at the same time that uh, Army of Darkness came out in '93. Yeah, um, new shows that year. We have Arrested Development. Oh wait, no, I'm sorry, I jumped to the. Whoops, sorry, I got ahead of myself. You take so, 2003. Okay, so 2003, we get into the ratings. This is kind of like the still not streaming era. I mean, it, it, we're we're still in getting mad about cable fees and watching predominantly still the networks with right. some cable shows thrown in. So we start at number 20 with law and order. 
one of many, the original. Uh, that was season. That was season fourteen. Then we got to like weird reality shows, Charlie. Average oh, Joe Hawaii. I think this was the show where they tricked people and made this. They they made the contestants think that if you marry him, he's a millionaire, and he really wasn't. Oh no! Horrible. Terrible. Yeah, everybody loves Raymond. Was number seventeen. Fear Factor. Once again, a reality show. Joe Rogan before he became a weirdo. Right. Hosted uh, <laughs> that show. Uh, Trista and Ryan's wedding. This is when the Bachelorette was a big. I mean, it's a big deal. But this was at the very beginning, season three. Another average Joe show. Well, uh, and there's okay. a, there, and further up after Monday Night Football, there's The Bachelor Four, Four. in season yeah. three. If you can, yeah. oh, a lot of this is yeah, coupling is. Oh, next. that was canceled. Yeah. That was a British show they tried to bring in the, in the U.S. and it didn't work. Oh my yeah, god, CSI so, yeah. Miami, Charlie, yeah. your dad, your Frank, dad, uh, Bob Carden, solving no. mysteries in Miami. Uh, well, my dad looks like David Caruso. That's what Brian and I always thought your dad was kind of like David Caruso. So yeah, <laughs> it's an ongoing joke. Um, oh, that, I don't I know. No we, I, I'm surprised we never told you about that. We I don't it was think yeah. so. I, I don't, I don't see it, but it's not so far off. Yeah. Bob Carden uh, solving mysteries. You take oh up his my God. And he say, would, that's how the cookie crumbles or something. Yeah. Uh, I shouldn't scream like that. Sorry. Uh, Will and Grace cracks the, cracks the top 10, but we've got a lot of, uh, you know, Survivor, my big fat obnoxious fiance, more Survivor. Uh, oh, God. CSI ER was still on. It was in season 10. Mm-hmm. Uh, Friends final season. That's right. Yeah, exactly. See, uh, was was still cracked the top 10. The Apprentice. How how disgraceful. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. If only that show had been more successful, then we wouldn't have a certain person running for office, Charlie. Oh, my God. And Can then we go back what, in time and give him more ratings. Oh, so my God. That's all he cares about is ratings um, as he as he drives our country into the ground. But anyway, yes. uh, American Idol one, two punch. Of Tuesday night and Wednesday night that's, held the top show spot. Was insane. For the, it was I. I was a can't miss it watcher myself. Oh, absolutely! I was in New Mexico uh, before we moved back from the Air Force, and I was watching with Chris. We were watching like this was kind of cool. It's kind of neat to see this because it was a one of a kind thing. We didn't have all of the the the, the talent shows that we do today, so that was right. kind of a big deal. I'm curious about the ratings. So if we look at this, like a ten point seven, I'd like to see how those changed over time because. Now a show, it seems like if it gets like a two or a three is a big success. Right. Yeah. It's just the audience has become more fragile. It's a share. You know, yeah. yeah. It's a share. Yeah. yeah so it is a, sh- a share of total. So, okay. Counting back or uh, counting up the top 20 uh, of new uh, programs. Premieres. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. We th- th- Now we have Arrested Development. Sorry. Great show that we all love. Uh, super forgettable Two and a Half Men is number two. Hugely successful for 12 years it ran. I know. Well, speaking of this, here, and here's a show that's still on. NCIS has generated five or six spinoffs. It, it, it's, it itself was a spinoff from my favorite Belisario show, which would be JAG, which gets no respect. Solving mysteries on a jet. You better exactly. believe Solve it. Solve mystery on a boat. Solve mystery on a car. This Solve was a, uh, the next one was a, a, a summertime show, The O.C. that oh, gave yeah. us uh, Misha California. Burton and Adam Brody. California, here we come. I loved it. One Tree Hill never got into that. Uh, Nip Tuck, uh, I enjoy, it was, that was uh, on FX. Oh, that was like was, FX's yeah. first big show. Yeah. yeah the, the, pr- pr- yeah. Pretty raunchy. Myth, Mythbusters, not really a jam. Full Huge Metal show Myth, for uh, yeah, my son. I've, yeah. I've heard of, yeah. Oh, what, Mythbusters or the Full Metal? Yeah, Mythbusters, oh. yeah. My show of the year, without a doubt, was Chappelle's show. I oh. have the entire show committed to memory, watched it many, many, many times. Uh, skipping forward, Carnivale, that was on HBO. 
heard things yeah, but never watched a big it. Miss yeah. for HBO. Yeah, I thought I liked the 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 premise. Uh, but just didn't nail it. Yeah. Dead Like Me was another. I think that was oh, another. Chris yeah. loved that show. I, and that actually went to like Showtime for a season. Gotcha. After it, it failed. But she loved that show. Yeah. You got Josh Dumel and Jimmy Cannon. Vegas. Las, Las Vegas. Vegas yeah. yeah. Was that the it, one where they sang? The there, was two one, of them? there was a musical. There was a musical like Vegas show. Oh, I don't know. I'd say I didn't I didn't watch it. Cold Case was a big one with Catherine Morris where she yeah. solved cold cases. Uh we got Teen Titans, but not this was not oh, Teen Venture Titans. Brothers, oh, Venture Brothers, Charlie. You missed that. Oh Venture my Brothers goodness. Yes. Yeah. That's a that's a fun one. That was and that was a, a spin-off of uh was it Johnny Quest or something? Or no, I, I uh, it thinking. was based on yeah, it was based on Johnny Quest. Yeah. And kind of like being humorous on that. Uh yeah, Teen Titans was a great show. Uh that that ended up turning into Teen Titans Go. Uh, right. and then Charlie, one of my favorites, absolutely the original Star Wars Clone Wars. These were five minute shorts. Um they, by they, they, Kirkowski. They were, really they were, good. They were three minute shorts. They were really oh, short. Three minutes. That's and right. The, and then we get a, a, a string of stuff. I will jump forward for an honorable mention at 23 of Reno 911. Perfect show. What a, yeah, with, uh, yeah, Lieutenant Jim Dangle. <laughs> always remember. But no, that gave us, uh, you know, there was a lot of the, the characters from, or uh, comedians from the state, which was a show on MTV in the 90s I love, but also gave us, uh, uh, well, God, the, the mom from. Uh, the Goldbergs. Oh yeah, from the when, yeah, went yeah. Wendy, Wendy uh, McCoven, Colvin, or whatever the heck her name is. So okay, twenty thirteen to take us oh, home. Oh yes, let's so, uh, do I it. Will give you the uh, top twenty for that. So uh, this is the streaming era. This is the modern era of TV as you would know it, even though it's ten years now past. So things have changed. Um, we get to Marvel's Agents of Shield. Ooh. This was season one, my, and this was my, the high. This was like Marvel, like top, you know, buzz and everything. Could could Uh, do no wrong. Yeah, exactly. But this was still only like number 20, which was surprising me that this wasn't like the top show. Um, Then we had Survivor, um, which was in season 15. Which is crazy because I think they do two seasons a year. So who knows how many seasons they really do. Family Guy, uh, removed from cancellation, brought back season 12. And still still running. Yeah, Yeah, the Bachelor. the Bachelor, yeah, another. Uh, we have two nights of American Idol in the top twenty, so not what it was, but still pl- popular enough. Sleepy Hollow on Fox. This was a show that I followed that I enjoyed I like that a bit. show quite yeah. a bit, and I don't know why I fell off, but I really enjoyed it. It was just a yeah. a fun, charming murder yeah. of the week. Um, yeah, a, a fun show. It was good stuff. Uh, Criminal Minds is a favorite of our friend Missy Merchant, I know for a fact. Uh, Once Upon a Time is also in the top 20, not one that I watched. Uh, 10 years on, NCIS still in the top 20. Still crushing it in uh, in number 11. Resurrection, I feel it sounds somewhat-ish familiar. But The Voice was in its third season. Uh, Tuesday Night Show, I've never really watched it, but again, it's another singing show. Uh, Scandal was uh, very well renowned. I think. Oh, this was the era yeah. of like the ABC like strong women shows. Right. So you had, like Scandal, you had Alias, you had right. uh, what were the other shows? Uh, the the Desperate Housewives, right, right, uh, right. Raising Anatomy. Everything right. was on ABC. It was, the, it was a gangbuster at that time. Right. And uh, How I Met Your Mother, final season, was also in the top 10. Grey's Anatomy, speaking of the strong women, this was season 10. This show, my wife still watches it. Still, and I, uh, I, I, I think it's supposed to be winding down. but left? Uh, even she's leaving, as yeah, I understand Yeah, she left. It. 
Um, so Modern Family, which is good Great for show. Giggle, giggle here yep. and there. Um, Monday Night, The Voice, The Big Bang Theory, which is that show is a mixed bag for a lot of people. I always really enjoyed it. It's a favorite I of my too, it's a favorite of my stepmother. She loves it. They're 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 mocking geek culture. They're mocking yeah, yeah. I totally whatever. Get it. Yeah, I get it. And uh this was a surprise to me. Um surprise, but not a surprise sports ball at Sunday night football number one program of it, the year. Probably yeah, the Super yeah. Bowl, right? Uh, no, I mean, depending on when this was actually taken, yeah. uh, Sunday night football, I mean, sports are still like the highest ranking things these days, Charlie, because yeah. it's live. You have to watch it. You can't DVR it if you don't. Right. So sports are going to be that way. Just like tonight is Monday night. So we'll have Monday night football and it'll be probably the biggest, uh, show on networks. Monday night foosball. All right. Top, uh, new program, sleepy hollow. We already talked about the leftovers. I feel like I watched a bit a part of it. Well, this actually says 2014. I don't know. Maybe I guess it must've come on right at the end of the year. Uh, maybe, um, yeah. But yeah, I've, I've seen a, a bit of that one. Um, I had no idea that Robin Williams was on a sitcom in 2013 called the crazy ones Is that, that, and that was on, was it, was that on CBS? Is that what this says? Thursdays on CBS. That's so weird. I had no idea. Really? Well, I have no, no clue about that one. Uh, yeah, um, Rain was a show on the CW. It was kind of like they were branching out, doing more of the historical dramas. It was more of like the teen uh, period piece uh, show. We had Hostages, yeah. which was uh, one season as well. A Dylan McDermott and Tony Collette on that. Uh, let's see. Uh, Agents, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. again. Yeah. yeah. Real Husbands of Hollywood. Don't need to say much more about that. Oh, now here's one that people always told me to watch and never did. American Gods. Why does it say 2017? I think this list is messed up. It's a little messy, yeah. Uh, so then uh, we have the Millers, which, you know, uh, looks like, oh, Will Arnett. So this is a, uh, a, a CBS comedy that only lasted two years. So obviously didn't watch that. Almost Human, a one-year series with uh, Carl Urban. I heard this wow. is kind of like an type of show. My um, goodness. Brooklyn Nine-Nine came out of this year. I've still never watched the end of it. I'm convinced that I haven't oh, seen the end of that show. Kicking myself. Uh, the Originals is something that was uh, va- a, po- a family of power-hungry thousand-year-old vampires. Well, that just sounds like a good time. Yep, big C- big CW thing. Yep, yep, absolutely. Um, oh, here, you know, a little bit late. Here's Resurrection. The lives of people in Arcadia, Missouri forever change when their deceased loved ones returned. Okay, that um, sounds depressing. Okay. Um, the, again, The Blacklist uh, rounds out. Uh, the top is that a 20. good show? I I I don't know if I ever watched it. I mean, James I Spader's such a crazy guy, and yeah, right. It sounded interesting. Gotcha. And the oh, uh, honorable mention at twenty one, the Michael J. Fox show, comedy inspired by the life that of yeah, ever exactly. And then that's that's a then oh, and I'm sorry, number twenty five is Mom, which was a sitcom that was on for a long time with Allison Janney and Anna Faris. Wow. Oh, the Goldbergs debuted that year too. Charlie. Oh, geez, how far how far down was that? My goodness, that was yeah, uh, that we, was a big show for us for a time. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Yeah, no, we really did love it. So I think what? I was the only one that stuck around for the end. Oh, is it actually over? <laughs> oh, it's over. Oh, yeah. After all the drama and everything, and it definitely. I mean, yeah, uh, I still enjoyed it, but yeah, it had yeah. scenes. Well, you know, if you, I would definitely say just finish it out and. Uh, definitely ended better than How I Met Your Mother. Well, hey, you know, if this writer story or the actor story goes on much longer, we'll all have a lot of stuff to watch next year. Exactly. Uh, so you can, uh, listeners, you can go back and use this episode as a guide. So, but anyway, with that, that is the end of the program. This was, this was a good bit. Let's, uh, let's, let's grab, this we'll is probably uh, do this every year with the year yeah. that the year ends in. <laughs> this is a little, this is a little reminiscent of the time crapsule, which they have over on uh, Planet Broadcasting. But I think that we put our own good spin on it. 
it. I like it. I yeah, think it's good absolutely. Pick. It's a good pick. But anyway, that's it for us, folks. Todd, where do people find you out there in the world? Uh, they can follow me uh, on threads at Tioxtra, at Seek Friends Unite with periods in between, and at the X Twitter at Tioxtra, and also check out SeekerFriendsUnite.com for all of our stuff, including our videos and obviously our Patreon. You better believe it. Well, I'm also found at a lot of those different stuff. I'm trying to dabble a little bit more on threads where I'm C3 Carpenter. I am at the C3 still on X until they start charging, in which case you'll see this little bird go fly, fly. Um, but uh, yeah, m- largely, again, the Discord is where things happen for Secret Friends Tonight. Lots of fun conversations going on. Uh, as I talk about ad nauseum, uh, my wife April and I do run the USS Grand Petoskey, one of the biggest chapters of the International Star Trek fan club in the world. World. Uh, we just had a great showing at Grand Rapids Comic Con here just over the weekend, which is why my voice is so raspy, but we raised a lot of money for charity, um, which is something that we absolutely love to do. I do also run Region 13 for SFI, which is Michigan and Eastern Canada. So if you're a trekker within the sound of my voice, please visit our Grand Petoskey website. That's how you can reach me or any of the other ways that I described. And we can make you make your trek dreams come true, the non-sexual ones. With that... I'm going to bid you adieu, friends. As always, thank you for coming. I'm going to tell you that sharing is caring and to keep on trucking. Be the hero, not the villain. And a truck. It takes Captain Tootsie to nab a Nazi. This podcast is part of the Secret Friends Unite podcasting network. Visit secretfriendsunite.com for more great shows, articles, news, reviews, and more. Secret Friends Unite podcasts are available on Apple, Google, Spotify, and other podcast services around the world. If you'd like to be part of the conversation, you can join us on Facebook or our new Discord server. Or follow at Secret Friends U on Twitter. Please subscribe to Secret Friends Unite on YouTube and visit our merch store at tpublic.com. Just search Secret Friends Unite. Thanks for listening.